It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team if you like what you're hearing make sure you are subscribed to the garlic fries and baseball guys podcast the roster gymnastics once upon a time connor joe was a part of those uh they continue at almost a hysterical level right now first off a couple of updates number one tyler Beatty has officially been claimed uh by the pittsburgh pirates so his career does continue it will continue away from the giants he is absolutely one of those guys that even now He's in a different uniform now. You're rooting for him. This is a good dude. Of course. Um, good dude. And I, you know, I hope, I hope he can he can find that that slot that it looked like he was about to have three years ago. And uh, and it just he wasn't able to find it back with this organization. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And appropriate that he's with the Pittsburgh Pirates. I've got this feeling four years from now. The Giants are going to be in on on whatever he's got going in, in Tyler Beatty because it, it's like Jason Schmidt, Vogel song. We've got this affinity for yeah these pirate castoffs. So I don't rule it out is what I'm getting at. Don't rule out a, a, a prearranged marriage again with the Giants. Well, there's no doubt that Farhan goes to the same well very often. I know those trades 100%. Are, are well in the past, but. There is something going on between the Giants and the Mariners this year that absolutely deserves a few minutes of our time. Just before you and I sat down to handle this particular episode, we found out that the Giants and Mariners, they have played 31 games. They just completed their fourth trade with one another. And this particular trade involves the same player that was traded from the Mariners to the Giants about a week and a half ago when their roster was a mess. COVID comes through the clubhouse. The Giants go and get a guy by the name of Mike Ford. He did mm-hmm. show up in the big league uniform, yeah. whipped a base hit to, to right field on a uh, on a weekend afternoon. And then today, now that he's not needed anymore, he had been DFA'd, and they sent him right back to the Mariners for cash considerations. Joe, what this is, event, this is actually doing, the new rules out of the CBA that prevent too much up and down with players, leave it to the Giants to figure out the loophole which is, yeah, we'll just trade for someone and then trade him back 
instead of sending up and down. We're going to go this way instead of going this way. I think the baseball transactions IRS are going to audit this situation at some point. <laughs> I guarantee you there will be some sort of rule in place by next year, basically, you know, prohibiting this kind of activity. I love it, though. Quite frankly, I absolutely love it. I mean, let's be real. Do I need to see Kelby Tomlinson go back up and down and back and up and down 77 times to realize he's not an everyday player at the big league level? Like, I, I'm fine with trading guys from other organizations. Like, let's do it. I, I'm here for it. At least show me you're active. Like, that's the thing I will give Farhan. He's always showing me he's creative and he's active. I applaud it. Like, honestly, I, Mark, I'm all about this. I love this. In fact, while we're at it, Let's trade some more. Can we trade you some lawn furniture? Can I trade you some stuff in the 415 section out at Oracle Park? What else can we trade with the Mariners? It feels like that's what they're doing. I mean, with Mike Ford going back, you're like cash considerations. You're like, how much cash? Like $120? I mean, this is – obviously, it's funky. But I don't even know how you can be mad at it. I mean, Mike Ford might be mad at it. Yeah, I, I, I would love to. I mean, we should try to get Mike Ford on just to hear Seriously. about his 10 days. Like, what <laughs> What was this like, my man? Because how many cities have you been to? And, and what has this been like for your family? I'd love to ask him those questions. But the truth of the matter is, anything in life where you're given a set of rules, you got to play by those rules. Yeah. And, uh, and when you find those rules – you're going to use them to your advantage in a competitive situation. So that's all the Giants are doing here. Well, and philosophically, like just my theory on life, shooters shoot. Like every every time closed mouths don't get fed is what my dad used to say, right? I tell the girls that I coach in basketball, hey, look, you got to shoot to score. When you're playing baseball in Little League, your parents come to watch you hit, swing the bat. So at the very minimum, pulling the lever on all these little deals and seeing if they work, I applaud activity. Now, Look, I know we're moving things around sometimes that aren't necessarily big pieces, but at least you're doing something. Like, Mark, I, I applaud this. You're you're aggressive. You're constantly searching. Like, that's the kind of that's the kind of boss I want to work for, isn't it? Like, Absolutely. don't you want to work for someone who's trying to gain marginal advantages every day? Listen, I remember talking to Austin Slater at the trade deadline last year, mm-hmm. and it was TikTok. TikTok, remember it was getting to the end. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers had taken big swings. The Giants had not done much yet. There was a lot of movement around baseball. And Austin said directly to me, in Farhan, we trust. In Farhan, we trust. And, you know, it was the next day that Chris Bryant became a San Francisco Giant. And, and there was your big swing. So we talk about no move too small. But, you know, there I think in the right moments, there are the big ones too. Now, There's one other thing, though, about one of these trades with the Mariners, and it wasn't the fourth deal for Mike Ford. It was the third one. (laughs) that actually leads to something we need to discuss. Yeah. Um, The player acquired, don't worry, y'all, you haven't heard of him, neither have we. His name's Donovan Walter, and he is an infielder, but he's left-handed. They gave up Prelander Baroa. Now, some of you may have heard of that name. He was a part of the Sam Dyson deal along with Jalen Davis. Now, Baroa was actually pitching very well, um, I think, at the double-A level. He had turned himself into a little bit of a prospect. So that the fact that the Giants gave him up tells me that whoever they acquired matters to them. Mm-hmm. So if they're getting a left-handed hitting infielder and they're giving someone up, I'm going to put two and two together and say something's not right with Tommy LaStella. Yeah, I- I, like, we expected him back by now anyway. I think that we might be in – for more bad news in the future with Tommy. 
I think you're spot on here. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Look, Estrada has filled in admirably. I do think he's getting a little overexposed. He needs some time off. I think they would like to spot platoon him at times. And they miss that left-handed bat in the lineup just to kind of switch things up and, and force some late-game decisions once that starter does come out of the game. And it gives you optionality off the bench. And and also, they need they just need another left-handed stick up the middle, I think, uh, it would just be really behoove them right now. So, yeah, I'm, I'm 100% with this. And I do think if you asked me, gun to my head, I hate playing this game, gun to my head, but <laughs> I don't think Listella plays this year. No. Like, uh, th- this is the kind of move that signifies, I think a 60-day IL stint is probably on the horizon, and that stinks. Well, I mean, you're looking at an injury that first off happened last year. It's an mm-hmm. Achilles injury. We know how bad those are. Wasn't a full tear, but they expected him back at spring training and there was a setback. And so he's continuing to rehab, but that rehab stint is taking longer and longer. And just as you see all of the other players activated, Mm -hmm. here comes Wade, here Mm -hmm. comes Longoria. They were all down there together. And those guys are ready. Just when you're expecting him to be ready, you swing a deal for a left-handed hitting second baseman. Uh, Again, I think that's why we put two and two together. And Joe, you asked me last week, is Anthony DiSclefani the first bad yeah. multi-year contract for Farhan? Listen, I never want to criticize a signing of somebody who then struggles because of injury. That would be like ripping the Warriors for James Wiseman, even though there are plenty of people who do that. Like, injury is, is injury. How can you predict this? But where are you putting the Tommy LaStella signing, which at the time – first three-year deal yeah. that Farhan had ever done. So Tommy is not just this year. He's another year after that. And last year was, you know, it was fine. It had its moments. It was so-so. But if this uh, becomes a lost year and he's moving into his mid-30s, where are we on that deal? This is a tough one. Like, this is a – I think this is a tough one. Right now, it looks bleak. I think that's the way I would describe it. But here's the thing. It's not like they're spending a ton of money on them. Like, it's not that big of a – like, if this was a financial investment like Cueto or Samarja was five years ago where you're like, oh, my God, we got $20 million and then $20 million and $20 million, then yes, look, I'd be at the forefront screaming to the high heavens. I mean, the totality of the deal – was less than what uh, I believe Mark Melanson's single season, you know, yeah. uh, salary was when he was traded a couple of years ago. So, no, it's not debilitating. And they did need veterans. They needed to bring in a veteran at second base a couple of years ago. Who knew they were going to find Estrada from the Yankees? I didn't. Did you? Yeah. No, of course not. You know, I mean, again, uh, these are the, the list of, of deals that have been made where you don't – you haven't heard of the person yeah. – when they get there and then they've turned into something that has mattered mm-hmm. for, for the giants. That's not a short list. You know, Estrada is chiefly on there. Um, you, you know, you, you look at Lamont Wade jr. That's a huge one. Um, and, and, and then even go to Mauricio Dubon. I Dude, mean, how good Dubon, he been Dubon's been taking haymakers this year. Hey. If we're going to do that, then we better point it out when he swings hey. the bat like Babe Ruth, which is what he did last week. Hey, you know what? He's he's maturing in our eyes. Now, look, I still believe him to be a fourth outfielder, an extra utility type of a player. Yeah. I, I I don't think he's an everyday player. But right now, he's been a contributor, a positive contributor, and his energy. Look, he does some goofy things on the bases. He does some goofy things at the plate. But you can't knock the kid's hustle. I'll give him that. When he goes up there, 
weird positive things do happen over the last two weeks. So you're yeah. right. I got to give Dubon credit. And he's driven the ball for a skinny guy. Yeah. He's got some power behind him yeah. this year. Yeah, he's got a little pop. And then, of course, he does what Farhan loves the most out of everything, which is uh, whenever there is a, a, a need somewhere on the diamond, you could put him there. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's played yeah. center. He'll play shortstop. He'll play yeah. second base. He'll play third base. And so whenever you have that need in a crunch, then uh, that's, a, that's a valuable thing to have. Now, there's one other thing on this roster that we got to get to. Because I was really curious what was going to happen when it was time for Longo to be activated. And I think Longo was ready for a couple of days and starting to wonder why aren't the Giants activating me? And they had a little bit of a roster issue, which is my guess as to why. Because you look at the roster now, we talk about Dubon. He would have been one of only two players you would have even thought yeah. of shipping out as of a week ago, but he doesn't even have any options. So Dubon's not going anywhere unless the organization's truly ready to move on from him, and they're not. No. And then he played great this week. So the only person on the offensive roster that you would consider moving out would be Luis Gonzalez. And how are you going to do that? The guy's in the lineup every day. Uh, as far as consistency, he's been their overall best hitter for the yeah. last two weeks. I know he's had some wonky plays in the outfield, some weird stuff's going on out there, but they've said a hundred times, they're like, no, just give it time. This is a really good outfielder. Um, I, you know, what, what do you do? So Jake McGee gets the lower back tightness, which when the hell do any of us ever wake up without lower back tightness? So he goes on the injured list, but this is going to still be out there. What if Listella was ready to come back? What if McGee is ready to come back? Who are you going to send out? It can't be Luis Gonzalez. Like right now, I got to keep him. He's versatile. Um, I think his speed is underrated on a team that doesn't have a lot of great base runners. Positional versatility in that outfield. Yes, he's misplayed a couple of balls, specifically in left. Um, but he's got a really good arm. I love his at-bats. He's spraying the ball to all fields. He's hitting breaking balls. He's turning on fastballs. I like this guy. Like to me, this is a find this year, and I got to find a way to keep him. Right now, in, in terms of hierarchy on how I viewed coming into this year, Duggar out, Luis Gonzalez in, like well, just yeah. straight up. You I know, like I, I think that's right, non-debatable. Yeah, no, I, I mean, very, very small sample still. Because let's not forget, you know, I think Duggar came into last year, and uh, I'll be honest, at the beginning of the year, I'm like, this is probably yeah. going to be it, and uh, and then he did great. He did. He was clutch. He was really good last year. And so, you know, really, really bad timing with his injury. Um, so, but, but yeah, in this moment, the way you look at it, as far as their, their skill set yeah. and, and what they bring to the table, uh, the consistency, there's a lot less strikeout in his game mm -hmm. than there is with Steven Duggar. So I, yeah, I really like Luis Gonzalez. And when you got a right-handed pitcher, if he's going to pair with Wade and Yaz, uh, that's, that's, that's an outfield I can go with. Yeah, and, and again, we talked about Ruff earlier in the show. Thank God he's hitting because that gives you some right-handed protection. It's really just Slater right now as the other right-handed outfielder and maybe Dubon when he plays there. So they don't have a lot of options. Like, it's just – I know people don't love the lefty-lefty thing, but if the guy's hitting, you got to kind of squeeze the lemon for every drop. Yeah, no doubt. It's actually interesting. I was talking to a friend who put a question to Gabe Kapler at the ballpark last week and said – you know, to what level do you all like this platoon thing? In other words, if you had options, yeah. like, say, the Dodgers, 
you know, would you rather have everyday players or even in, you know, even in a perfect world where you got all the good players, would you still just rather do platoons? Is that better? And he said that Gabe sort of danced uh, throughout the question a little bit and, uh, and went in a, in a generic way, which, which I totally get. But again, you know, here we are uh, in the absence of being the Dodger lineup, which you can't be that they've got the second best output uh, in, in the national league. And, and they're doing it with, you know, the guys we, we called boring last week. I mean, they're doing it with Jenga pieces. Boom, 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 boom. I mean, I don't know how the heck this guy does it every day. And I'm talking about Kapler and Farhan. I think both of them deserve credit. And they haven't panicked. You talked about Jake McGee. I am a little worried about him for this year. Uh, over a 9 ERA, over his yep. last 11 appearances. I mean, I'm glad that they threw him on the IL. I hope he's not legitimately hurt with the lower back because that can linger all year. Something's up with him. But they're getting great performances from Brebia. They're getting great performances from Garcia right now. They've had some opportunities out of that bullpen. So as much as we're focused on this everyday lineup, they've tinkered with the bullpen and they've gotten good results. Well, I mean, remember this bullpen was totally up in the air at the beginning of last year. And it was a good, solid uh, month, two months into the season before it started to get solidified. They're all, I mean, if they tinker with their infield this much, they're definitely going to tinker <laughs> with the bullpen. So, uh, so that's always to me, a uh, kind of an evolving thing. Yeah. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you, I can waste another weekend doing the same old, whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 